The St. Louis Cardinals made two more deals today, sending Jack Flaherty to the Baltimore Orioles and shortstop Paul DeYoung to the Toronto Blue Jays. This is Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Hafford, and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou, and a lifetime Cardinals fan, and I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio and the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. We want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube, where you can like, subscribe, and comment. Hit the notification button so you know when new episodes are posted. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans and baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat today's episode brought to you by game time download the game time app create an account and use code locked on mlb for 20 dollars off your first purchase last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed well this was um a long and grueling day uh, i can't even imagine what this was like for you know everyday reporters and for you know, John Mosellock and company and for the players, like it's got to be exhausting hearing everything that could happen, ends up happening, just a, a long day. But the trade deadline has come and gone and the Cardinals were once again active right up until the final bell. They make two deals on the day, moving Paul DeYoung and Jack Flaherty. Now, the bigger deal of the two is the one that happened right before the deadline with Flaherty going to the Baltimore Orioles in exchange for three prospects, the Orioles number 16, number 18, and uh, another pitcher that was outside of the top 30. So here's who they got. Number 16 prospect is 24-year-old Cuban infielder Cesar Prieto. Uh, hitting a combined 349 at AA and AAA this season. 5'9", 175 pounds, although he looks bigger than that uh, watching the videos. Uh, bats left, throws right, kind of like a, a Brendan Donovan style. Uh, the write-up on him at MLB Pipeline is that Prieto established himself as a star in Cuba over four seasons in the Cuban National Series, where he claimed the league's batting crown in 2021. He was in the midst of a league-record 44-game hitting streak when he defected in May of 2021. His comparison is the Cubs' Nick Madrigal, who, you know, it may not make everybody feel all warm and tingly inside when you hear that name, but he was a big-time prospect. I mean, uh, the White Sox took Madrigal fourth overall in 2018, and in 2021, he was ranked as the top second base prospect in all of baseball. He's dealt with some injuries, but, I mean, that's pretty good. I'll take that. <laughs> there was a guy that was, that was fourth overall in the draft that was the top second base prospect in minor league baseball. I, I'll take that. John Denton says that uh, Prieto will be going in as the Cardinals' number nine prospect, according to MLB Pipeline. So that means, I, if, if my math is correct, four of the guys that they traded for prospect-wise through all of these trades are now inside the top 10 prospects for the Cardinals organization. That's pretty good. Uh, the number 18 prospect they got, 23-year-old left-handed starter Drew Rahm, 7-6, 5.34 ERA in 19 games at AAA. He does have 100 strikeouts in 86 innings. Um, the write-up at MLB Pipeline about Rom, the very likely next Southpaw in a line of crafty lefties to march up the Orioles' farm system in recent years. 
Rahm has been steadily rising since the O's plucked him out of the Kentucky prep ranks in the fourth round of the 2018 draft. He relies on deception more than elite stuff, using his six foot two frame to hide the ball well and a three quarters arm slot, long stride, and crossfire finish to create good extension. Rahm's arm action is quick and tough to time, and the extension he generates allows his stuff to play up and miss barrels with regularity. He works predominantly off a high-spin fastball that's ticked up in recent years and can now reach the low 90s with a flat angle that makes it difficult for hitters to get on top of. He throws a potential plus slurve with varying shapes in the high 70s, commanding it to both sides of the plate and also features an intriguing split change. A former high school soccer player, Rahm also earns high marks for his athleticism and makeup and for his moderate effort delivery that projects durability. He gets high marks on his control, and MLB Pipeline compares him to, and you guys are going to love this one, former Cardinal legend, Jay Happ. You remember him? Was with the Cardinals for uh, for a quick heartbeat, but had a long, long, solid career. Played until he was 38 years old. I, I believe he retired after he was done with the Cardinals. So um, that's what we're looking at for Rom. I did not see where Denton said where he would be placed inside of the top 30 of the Cardinals uh, prospects in their organization. But, I mean, obviously he was number 18 for the Orioles, so he's going to be top 20 for the Cardinals as well, probably top 15. And then the final piece of the Flaherty trade was 19-year-old right-handed pitcher Zach Showalter, 11th-round pick in 2022, combined 0-2 with a 2.37 ERA at rookie and A-ball this year. He's got 41 Ks in 30 and a third innings, which is a 12.2 Ks per nine, which is something that stands out that you're going to like. Um, but 19 years old, he's a project. We'll see what happens. But both Prieto and Rom are being assigned to AAA Memphis. Show Walter will go to Palm Springs. And at first, I'll be honest with you, I was getting a bit nervous that the market for Flaherty wasn't quite as strong as I originally thought it was going to be. He was at Bush Stadium today, working out on the field this afternoon. But when I saw that the Phillies traded their number five prospect to uh, the Detroit Tigers for Michael Lorenzen, I, I just had this feeling that, okay, if that's what Lorenzen's worth, Flaherty's got to be up there near that. So um, I just thought Mo was probably weighing deals that he had been offered and that a move was inevitable. Uh, we'll have the trade grades for you tomorrow because it happened so late tonight. Uh, a lot of that information is not available just yet, but I'll get that stuff out to you guys uh, tomorrow. But personally, I, I don't hate it because honestly, how good do we think Jack Flaherty really is? Uh, ERA plus, uh, I think I saw it earlier, was at like 97. So He's below average pitcher stats-wise, um, and you moved him for two solid top 20 prospects and what was ranked the best minor league system coming into the year by MLB Pipeline. Was it their top elite prospects? No, but again, how good really is Jack Flaherty coming off a couple of years of injuries where he was hardly pitching, and then this year where you know we've seen moments of him be really, really good, but for the most part, just kind of inconsistent. Walks a lot of dudes. so. Um, I'm not unhappy with what the guys got in return. Uh, the other deal that was made today was Paul DeYoung uh, to the Cardinals' new best friends, the Toronto Blue Jays, who apparently want to be the Canadian Cardinals. So we're going to break that deal down for you guys next here on Locked on Cardinals. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With great deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting excited for the fun you're about to have. Uh, I was just recently looking up 
what it would uh, cost to, to, to get me into some preseason football games. Because during the season, it's tough for me to travel to uh, to go see games. But preseason, I, I got a little more lenient schedule. So um, I was looking at those on game time and was finding outstanding deals. And you don't have to plan months in advance when it comes to game time because they're going to have deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. They've got the flash deals, which are really, really cool for all your favorite sports and concerts and comedy. Uh, the game time guarantee, it means you're always going to get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Game time credits you 110% of the difference, and then you get your tickets sent directly to your phone. So get the tickets you want to the events you want to go to without the stress, and you can do it with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use code locked on MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on MLB for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. The Cardinals battle the Twins tonight. That game actually underway right now. Michaelis on the mound tonight. And you can catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. Again, thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. You can leave comments on YouTube as well as on Twitter anytime you want. Your feedback, always welcome and always encouraged. And we're going to get some listener feedback on all of the trades that have taken place over the last couple of days with the Cardinals. We'll have a show like that coming up this week at some point. The first deal that they made today, the Jack Flaherty one, came down like a buzzer beater, very late. But the first deal they made today happened early on in the afternoon with shortstop Paul DeYoung going to the car, to the uh, Blue Jays, or the Canadian Cardinals, as we're calling them. Um, that happened early on, and um, kind of crazy. That three, day, three deals now with the Toronto Blue Jays in the past 11 days, which included the Henniscus Cabrera trade. That's the one a lot of people are forgetting. Uh, then Jordan Hicks yesterday, and then uh, now you got Paul DeYoung going there. Uh, the Cardinals were fortunate that the Blue Jays' Bo Bichette injured his knee last night, or perhaps this trade doesn't even take place. I, I don't know what the market was for Paul DeYoung. I had seen that Toronto and there was another team that could be interested in him, but you know, we don't wish injuries upon anybody, but at the same time, it's kind of nice that Boba Shed got nicked up a little bit last night because that opened up a window for the Blue Jays looking for some depth at shortstop, and it allowed a, a deal like this to take place. Now, in exchange for DeYoung, the Cardinals received 24-year-old right-handed relief pitcher Matt Svonson. Now, Svonson's a big dude, 6'5", 235, just got promoted to double-A on Monday so he has spent his only two years in pro ball, all in A ball so far. Drafted out of college in 2021, 13th round pick from Lehigh, which is in Pennsylvania. Lehigh Mountain Hawks is who they are. Uh, in four seasons at college, not great. 7-11, and 4.49 ERA and 38 appearances, 22 of those starts. But he's been much better since going pro and much better since he started focusing on becoming a relief pitcher the full time. Uh, his first year at A ball in 2021, he goes one and one, 2.30 ERA and 11 appearances. 2022, two levels of A ball. He's eight and five, 4.15 ERA and 28 appearances. Nine of those were starts. As a starter that year, he was two and four, his ERA 5.65. So not pretty. As a reliever, though, six and one, 2.96 ERA. So Pretty easy for Toronto to decide that, yeah, we're going to go ahead and close the book on you as a starter, and he hasn't started a game since. Svonson has posted some very good numbers this year. 1.11 ERA in 32 and a third innings, 
39 Ks, just 11 walks, 10.9 strikeouts per nine over 26 appearances. You like that? Again, the catch about Sponson is that he did all of this at A-ball. Hasn't gone any higher than that. So that's something you got to, you know, keep an eye out for because things get harder (laughs) as you progress up in systems. At stltoday.com, they gave this scouting report. Since making his professional debut following the 2021 MLB draft, the former 13th round pick has appeared in 65 games with 56 of those coming in relief. Spent the majority of this season with Toronto's class high A affiliate where he sported that 1.23 ERA, struck out 36 hitters in 29 and a third innings of relief, walked 11 batters to make for a 9.6% walk rate and a 31.3% strikeout rate this season, which is outstanding. After inning 2022 with a 25% strikeout rate in 22 and a third high A innings, that according to Fangraph. So he's gotten better. He's progressed from one year to the next. They also go on to say, along with improving in finding swing and miss, Svonson's 2023 season includes a 56.3% ground ball rate in high A and a 167 batting average between the two levels that he's appeared in. We know how we like the ground ball stuff in St. Louis, right? Uh, the 24-year-old was promoted to Toronto's Class AA club on Monday, but has not appeared in a game yet. Svonson was not ranked within the top 30 Blue Jays prospects per Baseball America. He has been assigned to Class AA Springfield. Now, as far as the trade grade goes... For DeYoung and Svonson, the Athletic talked a little bit about DeYoung, saying he's very much not Bo Bichette, but he's insurance when your all-star shortstop goes down the night before the trade deadline. And then he puts, well, I've seen worse panic buys. DeYoung rates is one of the best defensive shortstops in the game this season with a 97th percentile outs above average. His contract, a six-year, $26 million pack signed back in 2018 as the largest deal ever for a player with less than a year of MLB service time, also includes club options for 2024 at $12.5 million and then 2025 at $15 million with $3 million total in buyouts, which is probably going to happen. Uh, the Cardinals uh, did include some cash in this deal. Uh, Svonson, they go through his stats again, uh, uh, 1.23 ERA at high A this season. Just promoted to double A on Monday. They said one thing to like is that he throws from a near three-quarters delivery. Uh, they said, what a whirlwind for this guy who got promoted on Monday, then gets traded on Tuesday. Uh, the Cardinals have publicly declared their desire to add pitching. And by golly, here's another minor league pitcher. Um, that the Cardinals could garner any return for DeYoung after his performance in 2021 and 2022 should be considered a win, according to The Athletic, though the degree to which anyone should care is debatable. So the uh, rankings that they give, uh, as far as grades, I should say, not rankings, but the grades for the trade, um, you had two guys voting on this. Uh, they said B-plus for the Blue Jays on one. The other guy gave the Blue Jays a B. As far as the Cardinals go, they both gave the Cardinals uh, a B grade in the return for DeYoung. Now, that doesn't light you up, right? You're not like, wow, wow, what a, we got an ace on our hands or anything like that. No, but when you look back, DeYoung could have been DFA'd twice by now, probably should have been, but the Cardinals stuck with him. And he was not only a solid player for this franchise for most of his tenure, but he was also a great human being. I mean, nobody ever had anything bad to say about Paul DeYoung. Everybody loved him. I know being nice off the field doesn't count in the win column, but it should count for something for how the fans view him and view his time in the Cardinals organization. I think a lot of us were quite happy to see him turn his career around this year 
and stick in the majors and become very useful and become a starting shortstop. Remember, in the preseason, we're sitting there in spring training, we're talking about he's probably going to be like the 26th guy on the bench, and you're not even going to see him all that much. But because of injuries and whatnot, he ended up being thrust into the starting role at shortstop, and he did a good job. He did a very good job this year. Um, It's a win-win for both sides, and now he has a chance to join Cabrera and Hicks on a team that will likely make the playoffs this year. And plus, it clears a spot for the eventual call-up, right? For top prospect Mason Wynn to to join the team at some point here in August. So um, I'm excited about that. I think you should be too. Now, another development occurred that opens the door for Wynn even wider this season. I'll get you the latest on what's going on with Brendan Donovan. We'll do that next on Locked on Cardinals. The Cardinals are back home at Bush Stadium tonight as they begin their series against the Minnesota Twins. And you can catch every pitch of the Cardinals Sometime broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM map. Just search Cardinals. Uh, Brendan Donovan's name was brought up in uh, multiple trade rumors. Like we heard his name. We heard uh, Tommy Admin. We heard Dylan Carlson and Tyler O'Neill. None of those guys ever got moved. But personally, I never thought Brendan Donovan was going anywhere in the first place. First off, the Cardinals, they value his defensive flexibility a ton corner outfield sure he could do that anywhere on the infield he offers gold glove defense there top notch uh number two his offense has jumped up this year you know he 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 made it a point to put on some muscle make some tweaks to his uh his swing this year get a little more lift on the ball and it worked he he showed more power this year and um has been hitting very one of the hottest hitters in baseball in the second half of the season and then i also didn't think he was going anywhere because of the arm injury that he's dealing with. You know, it's relegated him to a DH role and essentially slashing in half or maybe even more his actual worth to another team. Now, if he was healthy and he could play all these positions and, you know, he's hitting the way he was, his value was probably through the roof here at the trade deadline, but because he could only be a DH I don't know how many people were willing to take a chance on Brendan Donovan to help them get to where they wanted to be this postseason. So we now know that Brendan Donovan isn't being traded, but he is going somewhere. He's going to the injured list. He's going to have season-ending surgery on that elbow tomorrow. Uh, A flexor tendon injury is what it's been. Uh, That's been the problem for the last few weeks. And uh, according to reports, Donovan actually wanted to keep playing this year. He, he wasn't really, to, didn't want to shut it down, wanted to keep playing to be there with his team. But um, the team decided that, look, we're not so much worried about this year anymore. Obviously look at everybody. We're trading away. Let's get you healthy. Let's get you back for 2024 where you're not delayed. Like you're not missing spring training. You're not missing the start of the season because we waited too long for you to get the surgery. So um, by all reports, the surgery will take place on Wednesday, and he should be back and ready to go in time for spring training next year. So um, that's good news. Uh, Tommy Edmond back with the team. That's good news. Um, Carlson not traded. O'Neill not traded. I know people are are worked up about that because the log jam that's in the outfield still. For that, I say maybe they weren't getting – you know, the the value that the Cardinals were getting in trade options, maybe it wasn't up to where they thought Carlson O'Neill are worth. I mean, we heard reports that O'Neill wasn't getting much interest as far as like 
what people were willing to give up to get to get him. Like it wasn't what the Cardinals deemed worth of what Tyler O'Neill is. And maybe the same thing was going on with Dylan Carlson. That, that could have happened too. Um, maybe their worth is more in the offseason. You package one or two of them along with some of these prospects to go get some starters and get some bullpen help um, in the offseason. Everything didn't have to be done by today. I, I, like I said before, trade deadline, a jump start on fixing things for 2024. There's more work to be done, and it's going to take place in this offseason where the Cardinals have clearly put themselves in a spot where they're going to have to spend money. They're going to have to go pay for some starting pitching. That They're just going to have to. There's no other way around it. They're going to have to make trades, or they're going to have to buy some guys. That's that's where they are. Because a lot of these guys that they got back, they're not guys who are ready to take a, a spot in that rotation. Maybe, maybe in the bullpen, possibly, but... They're going to have to spend. It, it, that's just where they are. Uh, we're going to have more on things moving forward. Um, like I said, we'll have more reactions to the deals from John Mosellock, draft grades, how this affects the team going forward. We're going to get into all of that tomorrow. So I just I can't pack it all into one show. So um, let me know what your thoughts are on the trades from today. You know, what do you think about the Jack Flaherty and Paul DeYoung trades? Let me know in the comment section below or hit me up on Twitter. Again, thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. Be sure to catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast with the series against the Twins with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. Uh, if you haven't already, give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. Like and subscribe on YouTube. You guys are the best fans in baseball for a reason. And I'll see you next time on Locked on Cardinals.